Hey, everybody, Saul Marquez with the Outcomes Rocket. I want to welcome you back to the podcast. Today, I have a friend on the podcast. His name is Jim Trounson. You guys have uh, had him uh, on the podcast before. You've heard you've heard his story. Uh, Jim, good to good to have you back. Hey, it's nice to be back, uh, Saul. We go back quite a ways, and I uh, love what you're doing with the Outcomes Rocket. Looking forward to catching up with you a little bit uh, this morning. Likewise, likewise. And, and so, folks, for those of you that don't know Jim, I'll give a quick introduction on him. Jim is a visionary with uh, with an impressive track record in healthcare, and his journey spans over five decades, and it's a testament to his commitment to improving healthcare and people. Uh, he grew up in Idaho and, and really, you know, was the school quarterback, then went into the army, became a hospital CEO, started a management company, grew it very successfully. And now he is uh, doing something really cool. He started a group called Medvale. And Medvale is the first uh, virtual health delivery network um, uh, club of people that uh, really is comprised of you know very successful CEOs, executives, and uh, and it's a it's a group that that I I've seen him uh, start and grow. So today we're going to be focused on on talking about this concept of Medvale uh, and and what he's doing and how it can make a difference in your life by creating tribes and communities. So Jim, uh, so so grateful that you made the time to talk about the work that you're doing at Medvale. Well, I love talking about Medvale, Saul. So thanks for giving me a, uh, a podium uh, for that. And uh, when I sold my physician practice management company after running it for 40 some years, I had the opportunity to think about what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And I'm obviously a, an old guy. Uh, in fact, uh, tomorrow is my 76th birthday. Wow. So Happy early birthday, am, Jim. Uh, You're a young thank man. You. Well, uh, you know, I, I, I think of of life's phases kind of like a software version of 1.0, 2.0, 3.0, uh, and where uh, our 1.0 version may be the first third of our life where we're trying to create our, and find our identity, uh, go to school, get married, figure out where we're going to live, picking a career. And then the 2.0, which is just a lot of responsibility, is when you uh, are doing it all, raising the kids, paying the home mortgage, throwing yourself into your career. And then 3.0, which I'm doing now, is whatever is after your 2.0. So it, and I think of that as freedom, and it, it ought to be the best phase of your life. But we just don't do a very good job of planning for it like we do maybe our 2.0. And so when I had the opportunity to kick back and uh, think about life uh, after running companies, healthcare companies, uh, realized I like connecting people. And so I'm just so fortunate I now have a job where I I, I do that. And uh, 
you know, I looked around, you know, what does the world need? What's going on in healthcare? What do I like doing? And this idea of a community came to mind. I, I was happy not to have a lot of employees and not the stress of running a company, but my work here is not yet done. I love healthcare. I want to be very involved in it. I want to do more. I want to give give back. And so I created the opportunity to do that while, you know, here I am in the spare bedroom of my home, which I really like that kind of a work environment, but I need help. I want to do things with other people that can leverage uh, what uh, what we might do. So Menvale is kind of like a, a community. Uh, we don't have any employees, uh, but we have 48 of us. <laughs> it's a small community. And so, uh, you know, Saul, as you know, I'm from a, this little town in Idaho of about 1,000 people. And that was just a, such a fortunate place for me to grow up uh, with uh, people who knew each other, uh, who could collaborate, who supported each other. And so everybody's got a community out there. It's pretty fashionable. So I thought, how could we be a little bit different? So I talk about it as a little town, uh, like my little hometown. And uh, it, it helps to maybe visualize some uh, uh, different kinds of uh, abstract concepts, <laughs> like a online library, like meeting virtually. So we have things like shops. We have, a, we do have a library. We have a radio station. Uh, we have a newspaper. And, you know, anybody else would call them something else, but we're calling them things that remind me of little old Wendell, Idaho. And, uh, you know, we're trying hard to be small. This is kind of bizarre, but uh, I think that's what they differentiate us is that we are intimate. We're exclusive. We're hard to get into. We're by invitation only. Uh, and um, so, for example, we, we're never going to be more than 150 medvalistas. That's what we call our citizens. And uh, because that seems to be the maximum size of a hunter-gatherer tribe or a lot of other entities that want to make sure they know each other and have accountability. Because when you get above that, other factors factor in, <laughs> like you need regulations and you need policemen and that kind of thing. So trying to celebrate the idea that we're the idea that we're being small, and uh, it's working. We could have quite a waiting list, uh, and where all of our clubs are full, all of our seats in our clubs are, are full. And so I'm offering any Medvalista $1,000 to leave our community <laughs> uh, because we've got people who want in those seats. And so it's kind of a strange way to build a company, isn't it, to try to get people to leave or to buy them, buy them out. But uh, I think it's maybe making us 
kind of special. I'm a big fan of the idea of, hey, if the crowd is going one way, go the other way. Because uh, you probably don't want to go that way. <laughs> um, or even this idea of, hey, you know, when the gold rush happened, everybody rushed over to the West. And, you know, really the, the, the ones that, that did sort of take advantage of the gold rush were the, were the people selling the shovels and the, and the jeans and, and the hotel keepers. So, so what are you guys doing? You know, as you're listening to this, uh, uh, are you following the crowd? Are you after the latest fad? That may not be where where your health and wealth resides. And and Jim uh, is sort of a testament to that. Jim, what would you say is one of the things that you're most proud of, um, you know, from the from the Medvale community and, and the things that you guys are doing? It's the quality of the Medvalistas, uh, the people that are, that get it and say, oh, I want to be part of a community. Uh, and, and let me just give you an example. Uh, we'll call her Jane of a potential Medvalista. Uh, this is a bit of a, an amalgam of a lot of stories that I hear from our Medvalistas. Uh, but I think it's pretty representative. So there's this uh, Jane, a hospital CEO. that's doing very well. And she is on the top of her game, uh, very well respected on all kinds of hospital uh, state uh, commi uh, committees. And, but one of her uh, friends from business school, uh, we'll call him Gordon, says, you know, Jane, there's this community, <laughs> this little town of Menville, virtually, that I'm a part of, and you ought to take a look at it because I didn't think I needed it. But once I got into it, my life has just gotten to be so much better. So uh, Jane takes a look at our website and our manifesto and says, this is pretty interesting. So uh, she applied uh, and gets accepted into Medville. Uh, within a week, she is attending a club meeting with eight other uh, bespoke members uh, that uh, are in similar positions. Uh, for the most part, our Medvelistas are CEO-level healthcare leaders. And uh, all of a sudden, she's connected with people that she never thought she could get connected to. She's got this safe place to go and talk confidentially about the challenges that she has, about some of her own vulnerabilities, and it's all confidential. So she really looks forward to the hour and a half that she spends at a collaboration. It's what we call our meetings because that's what we do. We collaborate, and she's got peers that she can talk to in a way that she can't talk to her board members, her employees, her coworkers, or maybe uh, even her spouse. And looks back at this and say, what a fortunate uh, referral this was. I didn't know I had such a need for a mastermind group, a peer support group, and is so important in my in my world now. So I would say it's that kind of intimate, uh, confidential place to have brave conversations that she leaves a better version of herself 
after every one of our monthly virtual meetings. And uh, her hospital staff likes it because she's connecting them with uh, different resources and ideas comes out of our meetings uh, with um, some things that she thinks her senior leadership on a team ought to, uh, ought to talk about. Sometimes you want to get away from the big crowds, you know, and, and, and not get to those big meetings or maybe, or maybe you've lost, uh, you know, the, the meetings that you're a part of have lost their luster and you're looking for something more special, something, uh, more dialed in to your level. Maybe, maybe you feel the things that you've been doing are, are diluted. Uh, well, that's not happening at Medvale cause they're definitely high caliber and very selective group of people. I've had a chance to meet uh, many of them uh, virtually uh, and also in person. Actually, uh, last March, uh, Jim hosted a, a, a very cool dinner at the NextMed uh, meeting. Uh, he had a group of, of, of you know executives from across the healthcare space, and we all got together for dinner and it was a it was a really fantastic conversation. Uh, I left inspired. We did a podcast on the spot there. Uh, it was just a a, a group that was uh, really cool. And uh, and certainly, uh, I'd say if you guys run into Jim while you're out at, at these meetings, because he does tend to attend a lot of the innovation meetings in in healthcare, uh, make sure you shake his hand. His badge will say Mayor of Medvale. <laughs> right, Jim. Uh, the CEO level healthcare leaders right now are feeling actually kind of lonesome. Uh, they, they may not admit to that, uh, but you know, we're in a disconnecting world, and they so appreciate uh, the opportunity to connect with like-minded uh, peers. And uh, let me give you an example of, of how we're helping them. We have a product uh, that we call Dolphin Tanks. And so think of it as a shark tank, but we're smarter and we're friendlier. Uh, and so a medbolista will you know, have some gnarly problem, maybe about a strategy or something that's not going well. And so they will bring it to a cohorted group of our medbolistas that know about that problem or who have been there before. In fact, we have a whole tier of medvelices that are 3.0s that uh, have left their 2.0 job and are doing their consulting uh, through through Medvale. And so uh, they'll uh, sit with these very smart, accomplished uh, healthcare executives and describe a problem that maybe they can't, again, talk to their own board of directors about or their own colleagues. Uh, they can come into this safe room, if you will, uh, and uh, kind of let it all hang out uh -huh. and get some help. We'll give them a mentor from our 3.0 tier uh, that will follow through. So it's a, it's a, we don't even want to call it a consult. It's more of a way of helping and so what does Medvale do, uh, maybe to get it even more simplified, is we are, uh, we collect uh, well-meaning, nice, uh, 
humble healthcare influencers that can set strategy and, and uh, implement that strategy to help each other. So Medville itself doesn't do a lot of help, frankly, but the Medvilleses help each other like they would in a little town. And so that is really taking on. And I think because we're small, fairly new, we were born of COVID, that we um, could celebrate that, do things that you wouldn't find at a healthcare conference or maybe a hospital society or, or a medical society. But we can uh, be very high touch. And so it's, all, it's not like we're anti-technology, but I think people are kind of tired of talking to bots and uh, having a hard time getting a connection. So uh, Medville is, you talk to a human being if you've got a question, and then we put you in touch with another Medvilleses and, and we, we think that we're getting to like two degrees of separation from anybody in healthcare you want to talk to. If that person's not a Medvilleista, a Medvilleista will know that person. And because we're a tight little town, we can, we'll get you in, in, in touch. So I brag about Medville as being a survey-free zone. Uh, you don't have to fill anything out. It's all one-to-one uh, -one conversations for when you need help, and then one to uh, our clubs are eight people. So even that's pretty small. Then you become that that club becomes like your personal advisory board. Because uh, I thought Saul that when I started this, since they all are in healthcare. In fact, let me just back up because it's not everything in healthcare. It's health care, it's health delivery mm -hmm. is how we differentiate ourselves. It's pretty narrow. Uh, it's not pharma, it's not biotech, it's not devices, even though what they do is wonderful, but that's a different kind of conversation. We can go deep quickly because we are talking about how to better do patient care. And we uh, just go to the quadruple aim. <laughs> Our version of it is uh, we are going to help our members, our uh, our med releases, to move one of those or several of those four dials of improving the population, uh, probably the health of those specific population, improving the patient experience, reducing the costs, and now uh, improving the uh, provider experience. Uh, we're finding out we, we got to do that at the same time. So, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm having more fun than I ever had before. And I've had just a blessed life. I, I've been so fortunate to be in healthcare for the first place. I've been uh, exposed to opportunities. I love the people that uh, get drawn into healthcare. Uh, I want to work with them. I like doctors. Uh, I want to help them. I'm not doing the magical things that they can do, but I can help them to do those, yeah, uh, by touching a, a lot of people and backing, backing them up. So it's a good life. Yeah, and you've done really cool things like fly your plane around the world. Uh, just uh, you have had a, a very interesting life. Uh, and folks, I've had a chance to get to know Jim pretty well. 
we actually crossed paths but didn't connect at TedMed uh, several years ago in California. Um, but we connected. Jim flew into Chicago where I was living at the time, and and we haven't looked back since. So it's been a good partnership, good connection. Uh, Jim, I'm so glad that you made the time today to to talk to us about the work uh, that you do in the community that you're curating with Medvale. Any closing thoughts that you'd like to leave us with? And then what's the best place for listeners to get in touch with you if they're curious about joining? I've got an email that's probably pretty easy uh, to remember. Jim, <laughs> we're a first name basis company, Jim at Medvale, M-E-D-V-A-L-E. Dot com and uh, I do read my emails. So if you got an idea where uh, you may want to uh, look into our little town, uh, would love to uh, would love to, to 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 talk to you. And, and you know, so uh, so I want to acknowledge you and uh, the important work that Outcomes Rocket does. This has been a real inspiration to me. You've got your own community going are are doing important work to connect ideas, connect people. So there's a lot of parallels. And I, I'd like your uh to acknowledge to your listeners, uh your viewers now, uh, that uh um uh, Fall's been a mentor to me. How fortunate for me to have uh a mentor who is almost forty years my my junior and so thank, thank you, Saul, for kind of bringing me into the real world and uh, in, inspiring me with so many good ideas that you're out there on the uh, on the leading edge uh, to do. But I, I would just say, Jim, that, I would say, by the uh, way, I would say that it, <clears throat> I've learned more from you than you from me. But I'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, Thank we're going to disagree about that. So, <laughs> I think I'm the uh, uh, the net benefit. Uh, beneficiary here, but uh, just in, in closing, um, I think uh, that a lot of wonderful health influencers can actually get more impact if they collaborate with others, and uh, it's, it's hard to do uh, right now, uh, again, in this disconnected world, and so, as yeah. I say, Medvel is the antidote <laughs> We can uh, help you to do that. Awesome, Jim. Well, listen, uh, thank you for sharing your vision and the work that you do at Medvale, the community you have there. Folks, check out Medvale, medvale.com. Reach out to Jim, jim at medvale.com. Certainly take action. You don't want to stop at listening. You want to take action if something today resonated with you. Jim, thank you for being with us. Thank you, Saul.